0: May 6th, 2016, as Wolfie gets us started on today's episode with the trademark woof. Well, it's not trademarked specifically, but <laughs> let's let's just say I don't quite have the 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 business acumen to do such things as these, but we all know it. We seen it, we heard it, and we are ready to begin, like I said, episode 588 of Farlands Bus walking to these far lands. I just realized my pickaxe is about to die. Oh well, we'll deal with that when we deal with it. Uh, But yeah, we'll be walking to these farlands west here in uh, Minecraft Beta. 1.7.3 And as we do so, we raise money for Child's Play charity. If you go to the website address, the URL, on the World Wide Web, www.farlandsorbust.com you will see a donation box, a tracker that lets you know how far we've, we've come and, and how close we are to our goal, and also a big old button. A big old donate button where you yourself can support Child's Play Charity who helps get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, amongst other things. Uh, recently starting to team up with Game Changer Charities uh, to help in their efforts as well. Um, all, all very, uh, all very uh, helpful and, and just interesting and, and things that I want to support, and I'm glad that you guys are supporting. Uh, so far, the support you've shown this season, Season 6, is for $32,810.89 Going for $60,000, like I said, Season 6, uh, and I appreciate the continued support the continued questions, which with uh, most of those donations, when you ask a question, I'm sorry, when you give a donation rather, uh, strike that, reverse it, when you give a donation, you can ask a question in the comments and I will add it to the list. Got quite a list here of, of questions to answer in a future episode of Farland's Bust uh, from donors. Uh, a little bit of a perk there, but the real perk is, like I said, you're helping get uh, Toys, Books, Games to kids in hospitals around the world and uh, helping support that cause and helping to show your support here even for uh, this journey this, this journey to the Far Lands with our, with our dear friend Wolfie here A uh, quick reminder, I mentioned that kind of the end of the last episode but if you missed it, this Monday, May 9th, 2016 is the Transit of Mercury for the vast majority of my viewing audience in the uh, European countries, as well as the North American uh, countries and locales. You will be able to witness the transit of Mercury across the Sun, similar to the transit of Venus, but Mercury being much smaller makes a little bit more of a difficult thing to observe. Whereas with the transit of Venus, you could look at it with eclipse glasses that protect your eyes from looking directly at the sun. Uh, Mercury is much smaller, and you do need actually some magnification. Protected, solar protected, with a solar uh, filter protected magnification, either via astronomical binocular or, or telescopic. What you should really do is, if you don't have a a telescope or binoculars mm-hmm. equipped with solar shields, find and search out your local astronomy club. Uh, as many of them will set up uh, public observing situations during the day. You know, take take a. It happens in the middle of the day in the, in the morning for the west coast, and the middle of the day for the east coast. Uh, take a take a lunch break. Figure out where your local astronomy club is setting up. And go pay them a visit and take a gander as as the innermost planet crosses between betwixt us and the sun. Um, for uh, for quite an interesting treat for quite an interesting treat tweet in tweet treat indeed. Um, it starts at 11:12 am. Universal Time. Um, do your conversions? Whether or not, regardless, you're on your daylight savings or whatever, just do your conversions, do your conversions, do the math. Uh, Its maximum, that is when it's in the center, quote-unquote, most point of its travels across the sun is at 14.57 universal time. That's 2.57 p.m. uh, universal time. And then it leaves the, the circle of the sun. At 1839, it's a, it's a long duration event, so you've got time to figure out when to see it. The big, the big times for astronomers and observers are obviously the first and second contact. That's when it first crosses that border edge of the sun, uh, and then the uh, the last contact when it leaves the edge of the sun. Kind of an interesting way you can get a little bit more three-dimensionality out of the, the observing. I'm not sure. I've never actually witnessed... it. It's more frequent than uh, the Venus transit, obviously. I saw that. But I've never, uh, never attempted to or uh, witnessed a, a transit of Mercury. So hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to find time to get out. Here in Arizona, it's already in progress in the early morning sunrise. So we'll see. Uh, but like I said, it's a long-duration thing. Uh, it goes on... 18.39? What is that? That's still morning-ish. That's still going to be noon and 1 one p.m. or 11 a.m. i gotta, I got to figure out my own non-summertime daylight saving situation here in Arizona, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Just want to give a little bit of a reminder in case you maybe don't stick around to the end of the... Why don't you stick around till the end of the episodes? <laughs> but just wanted to mention that uh, as we continue on. Also, <clears throat> I wanted to open. I kind of wanted to end with this, but I feel it's better to open. I learned this yesterday. We had a Wednesday, an evening Wednesday live stream on Twitch. I wanted to mention something that's of importance to my viewers, my my, my dear Farlanders, those of you watching right now, is that this month of May, which I realize we're already in, but this month of May, I have decided to take what has been coined as a Kurt Badacle. A curtbatical, a sabbatical, a, a hiatus, just for the month of May. I don't want to use the word indefinite or anything like that, because that sounds definite and infinite. Uh, just for the month of May, uh, I'm going to be taking a break. Uh, a, a, a needed break, a, and you know, I, hope it w- I wish it wasn't needed, and, and I, I, I wish uh, circumstances were different, obviously, but I uh, need to take a sabbatical, a little bit of a break, and uh, that'll be throughout the month of May. So, this, I am afraid, that also means break from Farlands of Bust. That means that this episode, uh, that's why it's kind of a rare Friday episode, is just because I wanted to, to record it and get this out there. This episode, episode 588, will be the last episode of Farlands of Bust I record for the month of May. We will return in June. June is an important month for Farlands of Bust. That's when it started to be called Far lines or bust and that's when it was uh, officially started to raise money for child's Play charity it was in June 2011. so I don't want to miss that but I just I, I need some some time I need some time to figure stuff out and uh, if the if the twitch response the little small audience I had on Twitch yesterday where I kind of soft launched the idea of this um, I, I, I felt nothing but uh, support and understanding uh, so I, I appreciate that here as well. Uh, let's feed Wolfie here. There we go. Good job, Wolfie. Let's actually not go off this cliff edge and try to find a little bit of a safer way down. But yeah, just a little bit of a break from, from videos and streaming. That also means that yesterday was the last stream on Twitch for the month of May. Uh, so no more Twitch Tuesdays and no more Farlines Bus Fridays, obviously. Uh, this is your Friday Farlines Bus fix. <laughs> Um, for the month of May, for the month of May is all I'm saying. I would have, I and I've, I'd actually thought of this prior, I thought of it last month, but I didn't also figure in the fact that coming home from PAX Boston, I would be sick and missing a week. You know, that was the week that I was going to kind of wrap things up and make this this announcement official, Uh, but I was sick, so I couldn't. So it's kind of delayed things a bit, but it's also been a good week to have off, yes, recovering from a cold, but also... It sort of reminded me that yeah, this is a good idea. This is something I need. Is a bit of a, a a break, a clean break. I mean, there are still uh, there are still you're still going to see videos. I still have obviously. Yesterday we just started, or well, actually today will be another video. Uh, episode two of my adventure once again with Doctor Brian Lorgon One Eleven through the Vanilla Swirl C T M in Minecraft One Point Nine. That's a very fun series to have recorded, and we have many episodes of that in the Hapa for you to enjoy, so you'll still be seeing those i don't i I don't think I'm going to be recording much if anything else. I would like to still participate in like the Conelanders league stuff, whether or not it be the dirt rally or the uh the new Assetto Corsa league, whether or not. I'll probably record stuff. I'm probably not going to commentate. I'm not going to do these things. I'm taking a break from entertaining. I'm taking a break from making content. I might record them. I might just upload the the raw footage, the uncommentated footage, as I've done in the last couple races, because I was sick. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm I do need to make sure that I force myself to just take a break and step back from making content, from the job itself, which I know is. Uh, I'm already like setting up like apologies and stuff like that. It, it's a it's a luxury to Having working for myself to be able to just do this on my own, but it's also scary. <laughs> you know, it's also something that uh, As as a youtuber uh, As anybody making any online sort of content on their own whoops, I fell down Kurt, Kurt fall down <laughs> um, It's a scary thing to take any sort of break of any duration uh, because that is prime potential to lose your audience and then not be able to recover from it so it's scary stuff but people like i said in the twitch chat and online and wherever have have let me know my patrons few of my patrons know that it's all right and uh, they'll they'll be here so hopefully you're 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 here and if you're not that's okay too you can make that decision too but uh, hopefully they'll be here in in june when i return but let's go to sleep and uh, we'll we'll god skeletons continue in the morning <laughs> <laughs> And a Kurt battleness and oh, these guys are getting kind of close. You didn't get you're too close, man. You're too close. Yeah, I know. All right, let's let them expire, and then we'll continue on. Yep, you next. You next guy. That guy did take a while. There he goes. Sorry, I was gonna say he did take a while to to catch fire, to become to become one with the with the sun. <laughs> He Himself just had a little transit of his own through the sun. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> how am I at? I am not good for wool actually. Let me grab some. That, oh, that, there we go. Yoink. Oh, how about from your friend over here, too? I keep pressing control as if I can sprint. I think I'm playing too much of the new versions of Minecraft. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a kerbatical. Um, you know, not don't don't see it as a bad thing. Uh, I mean, it, it, good and bad reasons, obviously. I have many reasons, but uh uh yeah, I kind of uh kind kind of also kind of preempted it with episode 586. Did I say this already where I was talking about developer crunch? Uh that story came about uh, and I kind of mentioned talking about our individual capacities for work or effort. Uh, making the analogy about uh, different engines have different uh, rev limiters and, and red lines, and uh, I feel like I need to let the engine cool a little bit here. Uh, I have, you know, it's started to become an idea. People, I started to receive a few messages, and I do appreciate your messages, even if I didn't reply to any of them, just because that's a little bit of a a barrier I don't want to break down. But I've received some messages through like the the, the Twitch. Direct messages or, or, or Twitter or Patreon or, or wherever they may be, um, where people are like, "You're all right. You're doing all right." You know, a few of your uh, commentaries, uh, you just say off things as jokes or whatever, or, or you seem you seem to get frustrated. I seem to get frustrated at games a lot easier. That happened with Dirt Rally, and I tried to. I think I kind of solved that, just my my approach to Dirt Rally. But even other things, other new games I might be trying, I just get there, there's a there's a fine razor's edge where it just tips off and and you tend to get a little bit angrier at games than than really should be good for commentaries and things and I'm like yeah that's I I notice that too and maybe that means it's a good time to stop maybe in this time off I will uh, play games and not record like I've been saying I haven't done that for 5 years every time I've ever played a game pretty much in the last 5 years have been to make a video out of it, or to stream it, or to share it, or, or to, to, to cause entertainment. Which is fun, too. Uh, like, I, I've always said that that's now how I enjoy games, and that's that's interesting and, and, and new for me, and it's a way I've rediscovered gaming. I really wasn't that big into gaming prior to starting YouTube, but maybe it's time. Uh, and and it is indeed time. Not maybe, I'm definitely making time to uh, to step back and, and, and just try for fun stuff, you know, as I turn it back into a hobby a little bit. Obviously, I'll I'll come back and maybe I'll come back all renewed. People even recommended, oh, well, maybe you should try Kerbal Space Program again. One of the main reasons I'm so afraid to play it now is to do it for commentary and, and not not be able to to live up to any of those standards that have been set. Well, now I can I can I can be at ease and make it full screen. Uh, the 16 by 10 aspect ratio of my monitors be damned and, and not worry about having Discord open or the microphone in front of my face. I can play it with my speakers on and not have these giant headphones on my head. You know, stuff like that. Other games, new games, different games, different genres, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so that might be something that happens. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And uh, speaking of, I know a lot of... Ooh, that was close. I almost <laughs> took that as a full fall. Uh, speaking of patrons and stuff, um, certainly I don't want to feel like uh, any of you are getting, not getting what you're uh, patron, being a patron for, pledging for is the word I was looking for. Uh, the way Patreon works is just as, perhaps, if somebody doesn't know or they're new or they're not a patron, uh, when you when you pledge every month, you're, you're pledging for the previous month's work in this, these monthly campaigns, which is kind of the new normal for Patreon. So. On June 1st, you'll be pledging for the month of May, which is why the email you get says, Thank you for your support of your creators in the month of May, is when you get charged for on June 1st. So, uh, if on June 1st, after this uh, hiatus, that I have uh, any any patrons feel like maybe they didn't get the uh, the content that they they were supporting, then then by all means, it's completely within your uh, your uh, capacity, and, and you're fully welcome to. And I, I would actually completely understand at, at this time more so than any other, uh, if you want to change that for for me, and then maybe if I come back full fledged in June, you change it back again or whatever. That's up to you. Uh, I may even in in the spirit of playing games for the sake of playing games, I'm probably going to be spending a lot of time on the patron server as as just a patron, just as a person playing. I, there's a lot of help that needs to be done on the on the, the Wilson Hall uh, on the patron server. I'll just join in there, and instead of worrying about making it interesting for viewers or content or, or subs or uh, Twitch viewers, I'll just do it for myself or play together with people who are on there and, and collaborate and stuff. Who knows? Um... So yeah, it's uh, scary, it's exciting, it's interesting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to taking care of a lot of that stuff. Uh, and it goes beyond me needing to rediscover gaming. Uh, I need to take care of myself. Uh, I need to take care of my dog and, and, and other stuff happening here at, at, at home. Um, I need to step outside maybe a little bit more before it gets to be 120 degrees here in Phoenix. Do some hikes, uh, explore a little bit. Exercise, uh, just uh, clean up the mess. Like I, my front room in this house is still filled with empty boxes and 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 uh, uh, Amazon and new egg boxes from when I built this new computer. It's a it's that's just where all the stuff ended up, and I never cleaned it up or anything like that. Uh, I never I didn't still don't have anything hung up on my office. A year and a half after living here, I have nothing. None of my art or pictures, I built these shelves. If you frequent my streams, you notice I got new shelves in the background. They're still empty. <laughs> They've just got junk piling up on them, junk mail and uh, you know, old camera parts and you know, they're not being they're not acting as the shelves I purchased for to, to shelve items of importance to me, to act as organizational structures <laughs> in my room. They're 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 trash uh, attractors right now. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff uh, that I'm, I'm looking forward to doing and taking care of in the month of May. So I, I appreciate your your understanding and, of course, your continued support. Uh, <clears throat> one of the things I might want to look at is is yeah, I've noticed it's it's slow going with the Farlands or Bust charity ventures here. I'll have to look at that. Uh, that's. I'm not like blaming you guys or viewers or a lack of donations or anything like that. Maybe I just need to re- reassess things, try to come up with different ways either to improve that or incentivize that or look at alternate means of of continuing what we started five years ago with this uh, in June with this the, the charity goals and the the charity aspect of Far Lands Bus. Certainly going to still remain and continue to be a huge and primary part of the series. Uh, and we'll, we'll move forward with that. And, and yeah, I think that, that's all I have to say about that. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. So yeah, thank you everybody for uh, listening to that little spiel. And I'm kind of glad I got that out of the way to begin with so everybody would hear it. Uh, I, I mean, I can, I'm, I'm still going to answer some questions here. we still got a day, day and a quarter of uh, Firelands of Bust and, and Minecraft to be walking here. Still got some progress to be made. Oh, speaking of which, I checked the, uh, if you want a number before the break here. Of how large the world save is here on episode 588, it is 21,000 21,634.36 megabytes. Ooh, this is kind of a canyon of woey place. A <laughs> canyon of woey, woey. I'm intrigued by those two pumpkins looking out over all of creation. Let's go see if we can't navigate our way to them. So yeah. Twenty-one point six three four gigabytes, about. Of world. Save size here for Far or Bust. This is neat. If I can get Wolfie to very carefully sit down here! I can take a nice picture. Oh, yeah. Oh. Work it. Work it, Wolfie. (laughs) Look up. Dogs can't look up, can they? Is that the, the going... Meme, I guess. Yeah, that's as far as Wolfie can look up. Alright, that'll be good. That'll be good. This is neat. This is neat. be an interesting place to, to settle down in, in Yoi, but we won't be doing that, I'm afraid. little quasi-canyon of Woe. More of a crater, more of a an indentation than a canyon, I guess, but uh, very cool, very cool indeed. Let's continue onwards. The sun is kind of setting though, so we might... yep, there it goes. We might... Uh, Make our elevated Heidi hole here on the rim. The crater rim. Woo! Um, let's see here. And then I do have a few questions we can get through. Ooh, look at all these pumpkins. It's the it's the, the pumpkin crater. Pump crater. <laughs> Pump crater? That doesn't sound right. Uh, the, crater, the crater... Oh, 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 lantern. Crato lantern. There we go. Figured it out. Name... Figured out. Alright, let's make this elevated, whoops, elevated Heidi Hole. And then I'll, I'll get to at least some questions here. But the rest are gonna stay on the list. And uh, we'll get to them as soon as we come back. Worry not, worry not, I say. That's a crazy arrangement of colors, is it not? Wait for the green flash. Alright, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <sighs> And, uh, what did I call it? Crater? Crate? Crate? Crate pumpkin? Pump crater? Pump? No, uh, I've forgotten already, Wolfie. My mind is not as sharp as it never was. (laughs) To be honest, it was never that sharp to have remembered something I said 90 seconds ago. Oh, man. Uh, Pixie Druid, did I already do this last episode? Pixie Druid asked, did you have fun at PAX East? Was What was your favorite experience, other than getting to meet me? Well, it was good to meet you. I uh, met a lot of people at the, the Mindcrack booth. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if there was, I could say, uh, any moment. Specific moment. I don't really look for moments, more so than just the entire experience is, is something to enjoy and to appreciate the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was cool going out and getting uh, breakfast with the beef the first couple days when we had time to do so. Um, it kind of stinks that, uh, Goode had early morning engagements. Those interviews and stuff, you're probably seeing him put up. Um... On, on any of the Pax days that he didn't get to hang around and have a lazy morning uh getting up in the morning like us uh but those that those were nice and that was like kind of outside of the packs thing meeting new people and and hanging out um yeah it's hard to, to 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 narrow down any one singular moment uh but uh yes if if it makes you feel good it was it was meeting you Pixie Druid Uh, I'm assuming at the mindcrack booth, right? I think Uh, (laughs) he doesn't remember. Oh man! Our friend Cone Dodger, our friend Cone Dodger has a question here. You've often stated that you aren't a competitive-minded person, but there's always been some flashes in the pan where you flip the competitive mode. You flip on the competitive mode switch. Flipped. Uh, Was there anything when you were a kid? That got you obsessed over being the best at any childhood sports played. Um, some childhood sports played, not so much upon my own decision making. Uh, I played I did the baseball, the little kitty baseball T-ball, and then parent pitch thing, but I never got much out of that. Sorry, mom and dad who signed me up for that, but I never like I never made any friends. Uh, It was always just kind of a thing I did uh, and I really never, I don't feel like I learned, like, as little kids doing t-ball or whatever, they don't teach you specifically about the game of baseball and the rules. I never really knew the rules that well. Uh, I do remember distinctly at some point. um, What was I? I was probably like playing third base or something like that. And something happened like there was somebody at second i didn't re- i didn't understand I, ta- I i caught the ball somebody threw me the ball and i tagged the base and i thought i would get the person coming from second out i didn't realize the whole force out rule uh, i should have tagged them and then i was very confused and very sad that the person that i thought i had successfully achieved Getting an out on was not, after all, out because I didn't understand the game. So, that, like, there's a lot of that stuff that I really didn't. I really wasn't competitive. I don't think I ever followed the scores or any of the the wins and losses or anything like that, or if they even, as a little tiny, peewee uh, league, if they even followed it. But uh, no, um, I mean, there was that, and that was about it. Uh, aside from your, your your gym class stuff in school i i always uh, i won a couple of like young author awards so i guess i was always like a good writer which is like not a sport at all or good, you know so there's a little i mean but then again i wasn't i don't it wasn't a competitive thing it was just nice to be good at something i wasn't competing against other students i wasn't checking other people's writing to see if it was as good as mine, and this is like elementary, middle, and then the high school or whatever. Uh, it was never a competitive spirit thing, so... I think everybody likes to win at something, or be the best at something, or be first place or whatever at something. So that's probably just the 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 ingrained instinctual competitiveness that might show um when I'm doing something or or, or doing a racing game or, or playing a, a competitive or a PvP game uh but I don't I don't let that you know I don't I don't put that to the Forefront I guess uh if that answers your question but certainly overall nothing dealing with sports uh, yeah I'd considered in middle school because I'm so tall joining the basketball team but again that was just out of like you're in middle school and now you can join sports you should play sports is kind of the the going uh encouragement that one tends to get growing up so it was just sort of thing i thought of because of that but i never actually did because again i knew nothing of the game of basketball i learned more about basketball watching b00 and his uh nba 2k series when he's talking about the different defensive moves and strategies and, and, and whatever that I'm like, oh, I you know, I, whenever I just watch a basketball game or I've been to a couple Bulls games in Chicago, it's just a bunch of people throwing a ball around and trying to get it in the hoop. I didn't realize there were all these very complex things going on be- behind the scenes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's a uh, tough one to uh, definitively answer or find any sort of anecdote specifically uh four but uh, once again cone Dodger appreciate the donation and the question and and all the other stuff setting up this whole even though it's got farlander in the name uh cone Dodger is the one doing all the work setting up these leagues both in dirt rally and and now in aceto corsa which is even more and more complicated and 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 you know it's not a, there's no built-in League system in, in a set of courses. So, uh, Cone Dodger's doing this pretty much all himself and with the help of some of the members there. Uh, so, that's really cool. And, uh, hopefully, I am I can still participate during the Kurt Spooner79 asks Have you ever considered any Twitch alternatives? I know that now you're kind of invested in Twitch with Subtub and all Subtub, but I've been watching some LPers on Beam.pro and I really enjoy it more than Twitch. Um, I kinda it, it's one of those things I kinda wish I knew about all these things. Or maybe even was invited to these other alternatives before signing with Twitch. And that's another thing I gotta reread. Whoops, that's not how you use a boat. I gotta reread that contract when I got this you know, I had a really old come back here, boat! I had a really old partnership with Twitch, like back from Justin TV days, because I really started using it really quite early. So in order to get the sub tub, in order to get the sub button, I had to like sign a new contract, and there is like some exclus- exclusivity stuff in there. But I gotta just reread it because it doesn't sound as exclusive, and I'm sure it's different than everybody else's, and maybe they've relaxed it. Like I feel like I could try streaming on YouTube uh, or yeah, I don't know about Beam. That you know, that's another alternative, and it seems interesting and it's good that there are alternatives in competition. Uh, otherwise, uh, the, the top dog will just stagnate, as we've learned, YouTube <laughs> and uh, cause nothing but problems in the future. So, yeah, I do, I, yeah, I mean, I, I certainly support anybody who does those sort of things. Uh, you know, I, I know a few people who work for the, the Beam site. Uh, and are quite enthusiastic and, and uh, emphatic about it um, yeah I'm not sure it, it, it does seem a bit like YouTube launched YouTube gaming in the streaming and then just kind of let it flop on the ground there so I don't know if that's a viable option as well uh, but I don't know um, I mean yeah I'm'm I'm, I'm, I guess I'm in the twitch uh, ecosystem now I don't feel like I'm bought into or heavily invested in the twitch culture. Uh, it's kind of... <clears throat> it was Oh, it was a, this was an, a, 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 kind of a thing I wanted to say last time about the, the Mindcrack booth and the NerdFusion booth is how I like how it's very open um, in that we're out there on the floor with the fans who decide to show up and, and, and meet us and talk and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes we sit behind a table or whatever so that we have a place to sign cards and stuff, but um, I notice about the Twitch booth, there is a, there does seem to be a lot of Exclusivity, and even in the Twitch booth, there's this whole separate roped off and behind. It's literally behind like plexiglass, where you know your your partners can go to hang out. This is for partners only. It's a little lounge, and you get you can get Red Bull and or Monster or whoever sponsors them, and uh, fans aren't allowed there. And that just seems really not the type of hierarchy that I want to promote, so I do feel like that's something that Mindcrack, with our booth uh, and NerdFusion, we, we're getting right, and it's something that I think we're that one of the top things we're trying to maintain. It's more than just a place for us to stand behind a curtain and sell Posters for and and sign things at certain times. It's there's chairs outside for people to sit in and charge their phones and uh, you know it's more of a meeting space than say a a place to put ourselves on display behind plexiglass and and somebody standing in front of a velvet rope or anything like that. So yeah, I mean there's that aspect of it that I don't like about Twitch amongst other things. But let's actually. Um, that kind of semi-canyon of woe would be—it would have been a nice place to settle down. But let's uh, do so here on this shoreline, maybe. Uh, if I can quickly find a place before it gets too dark, it's getting quite dark, and we're gonna we're gonna settle down for a bit of a sleep here. Uh, let's just do it right here, why don't we? Yeah, that's good. It'll give us a little place to dig a, a hallway into the side of the dirt here. I'll do that. Ooh, there's some nice easy-to-dig gravel here. Oh, hi, Wolfie. Do you want to come in here? Because it's going to be a bit of a... Oh, good job. Beep, pop. There we go. Neat. Alright, it's going to be a little bit of a a longer snooze than we normally have in our end-of-the-episode hidey-hole, so might as well let Wolfie inside in case it rains while we're away. uh, We will, however, need to make this slightly larger because of our guest. Wow, good thing this was all diggable gravel and dirt, because my uh, my uh, my pick is about to break. So didn't even need to worry about that. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody. I have so many more questions here, and I do apologize if I haven't gotten to your question uh, that you've asked with a donation in the past couple weeks. Even uh, it might have to wait a little bit longer, but I will get to it, and I do appreciate your continued support. If if you can remember. Uh, while I'm away, to to keep donating to Child's Play Charity, uh, in spite of not new episodes coming out, I mean it would be really cool to see what what numbers we have when I come back. Uh, that would be a really uh, something that uh, to be excited about. Uh, so if if you want to do that, farlandsbus.com, keep giving to Child's Play Charity, uh, keep helping out that cause, and and the the support for Farlands Bust and and my stuff and my channel. You know I know. I kind of tend to separate Far Lands of bust from myself as kind of a separate entity, a separate goal, but uh, it is still very much myself. So uh, I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, you sticking around, and and I do look forward to uh, to seeing you guys again soon. Still videos coming out. Enjoy the the the, the 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 thing with the 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 series with Doctor Brian Logan 111, our Vanilla Swirl. Uh, it starts out a little bit slow, as he mentioned in the first episode, where we just have to acquire and build uh, our knowledge and confidence and and tools and armor. Uh, but once it gets going, oh boy, it's going to get going. You're going to see that. So it, it becomes quite the the standard and difficult C T M map. Uh, and uh, I, I hope you guys enjoy that as well. And and yeah, thank you so much for watching episode 588 of Far Lands of Bust. It, uh, it, it was a good one, right, Wolfie? Indeed. Um, let's just light this place up like gangbusters. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Thank <laughs> you. Cradle Lantern, there we go.